I remember growing up, one time I was traveling, I, I believe for a soccer tournament, and my cousins were with me because one of them was on my team, and we must have gone somewhere, and we're staying at some hotel, and I remember, you know, we get to the hotel, and we're just kind of unpacking and getting settled, and then we soon leave to go uh, to get some lunch. And as we're, uh, it's, as we're about to leave, um, well, before we leave, you know, I'm getting settled, and, and I, I've probably mentioned to you before that when I was growing up, um, I was very meticulous, I, I kind of had some OCD tendencies, and I uh, was very orderly, a very neat kid. And so um, I'm unpacking, and like on the counter of the, you know, of the hotel room, I'm kind of putting out my stuff, like my water bottle and my snacks and, I don't know, I guess my toothbrush, whatever, like my stuff is just all nice and neat onto the counter, and it looks nice and clean and crisp. And uh, it's time for us to leave, and so my, my cousins, you know, walk outside the room, and, and we all walk outside into the hallway, and then one of my cousins walks back into the room real quick and just messes up the hall of the table, <laughs> and then leaves, gets back into the hallway. And he would uh, do that type of stuff all the time just because he knew it pushed my buttons. And uh, I mean, my family's laughing over here because they, they know. <laughs> Y'all are funny. Um, but they would do that all the time because uh, they knew it would frustrate me. And for me, it was so frustrating because this was how I clung to control over my life. It was the way in which I expressed that, that insecure tendency of just kind of going through the, the uh, growing up stages of life. And, um, and, and to challenge that was, was horrible for me to, to kind of face Fortunately, God's good, and he's, he's given me a lot of healing in that regard, so I feel totally free from that type of um, experience now. But, but as a kid, it was, it was tough. And, and I bring that up because I believe that all of us, whether you had a similar experience or not, I think all of us, even still right now, to some degree or another, struggle with losing control. It's part of our human experience to kind of have a grip over our life. And to some degree, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but, but it can become a problem, and it can become a barrier in our relationship with God. In the gospel today, Jesus says, he who finds his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. And to put this into context, remember last week we talked a lot about um, like courage and, and martyrdom and not being afraid of those who can kill the body but not the soul. That was the reading from last week. Well, this is kind of, you know, a continuation from last week, and we're kind of still on the same theme. Jesus is still talking to his apostles, and, and the primary interpretation of this text, what Jesus meant in that first century context at the time that he said those words, what he primarily meant is he's preparing them for martyrdom. That he who finds his life will lose it, but he who loses his life for my sake will find it. In other words, be not afraid to lose your life, your earthly life, for my sake, because you will find eternal life. But, but even underneath that layer, because oftentimes when Jesus speaks, there's, there's just depths of meaning. And even underneath that initial layer of martyrdom and staying faithful to Christ in times uh, whenever it's tough. I think we can also insert the words, control over your life. 
So we can read that passage this way. He who finds control over his life will lose it. And he who loses control over his life for my sake will find it. This is the beauty, the paradox of our faith. It's learning how to live in surrender to divine providence. That all of us tend to try to cling to control over our life. And the more that we cling, if you've ever stopped and thought about this and examined your life, you probably have noticed the more that you cling to control over your life, the more it starts to feel like it's falling out of control. But the more that you surrender to God, our good father, and and seek to cooperate with his will and his plan for your life, the more you start to discover this sense of fulfillment and, and, and peace, even in the midst of what might be difficult. And it's this great paradox of living the faith. And I believe that we can perhaps take that message away even from this passage that this this tension of how much control should we have in our life. This is really hard for modern Americans. I know from personal experience and also from um, my time in ministry, it's really hard for us because part of our culture celebrates those who work real hard and achieve great things. And that's not necessarily a bad thing to work hard and to, and to achieve great things. That's, that's all great But if our lens through which we see the world is primarily that, if we keep it limited to just working hard and achieving great things, we can very quickly and easily fall into the trap of self-reliance. And then we get very discouraged by comparison to those other people who have achieved great things, especially if it looks like they didn't work as hard as we did. And in either way, we start to get deeper and deeper into the burden and the heaviness of our circumstances. And our crosses seem too heavy to bear. But Jesus is inviting us instead to a freedom. Working hard and achieving great things is not bad until we cling to ourselves instead of Christ. But if we cling to Christ and we give it our all and pour ourselves out for, for great things, praise the Lord, amazing things may happen, and we don't lose our soul in the process. So I just want to challenge us this morning to think about this, because I know that we all struggle with it still, because it's just part of being, it's just part of concupiscence. Why do you cling to control? I'm just going to assume we all do, But why? I think that we all probably do it for different reasons. So why do you cling to control in your life? Maybe you do it for just a sense of security. Or maybe you do it um, because of comfort, because you don't want to be uncomfortable. Uh, Maybe it's due to pride and a thirst for power over others. Or a thirst for respect and honor and affirmation from others. Or probably, maybe, it's because of fear. Maybe there's a fear of failure, or maybe a fear of rejection, or maybe a fear of not being able to meet your basic needs. Maybe a fear of suffering or even death. 
maybe a fear of your loved ones having to suffer or even die. So you can see, maybe it's all the above. There's all kinds of reasons why we cling to control. And again, I want to be clear. This, what I'm not saying is that we should all just, you know, sit in a Zen state and just do nothing and just wait for God to do everything. We do cooperate. We do work hard and we do pour ourselves out. But it's a very subtle interior distinction, but it makes all the difference in the world between self-reliance and relying upon God, between clinging to our own control or clinging to Jesus Christ who's got you. So as we recognize or as you start to recognize maybe some of the reasons why you might cling to control, perhaps today, once more, we can surrender again. Now, chances are, if you've been coming to church long enough, you've probably heard plenty of homilies about surrender, about trust, about carrying your cross. And maybe you've tried, you've given that a go here and there. Maybe you've you've given it your best shot. And chances are, if you're anything like me, you've probably found yourself from time to time just wondering, why am I still in the same spot? Why is it so hard to grow in this area? And perhaps... It could be tempting to fall into the sense of discouragement, to kind of believe this lie that, oh, well, I'll never fully trust, or I'll never fully surrender, or I'll never fully let go of control. It's just how I am, and that's just how it's going to be. And we can kind of believe this lie, and we can recognize this is the voice of the enemy. That's not the voice of the Lord. And because it's the voice of the enemy, it becomes very convincing, and we can kind of subdue ourselves and resign ourselves from striving for great things. And, and, and maybe we can look around and we say, okay, well, my spouse is, you know, the religious one. I'll never live up to that, so I'll just let her or him do their thing, and then I'll just kind of do my thing. Or maybe we'll look around and, and we can just say, like, wow, look at all those holy rollers. They just live that perfect little life, but, you know, I'm just not there, and I'm never going to be there. So I just, you know, we kind of give in to this sense of discouragement. But that discouragement keeps us from being who we're created to be. And so if you find yourself discouraged or kind of lacking motivation or lacking hope, today is a day to begin again. Be not afraid to rise higher. And be not discouraged if you have fallen. Be not discouraged if you have fallen a thousand times. In fact, be not discouraged if you fall in a thousand times in one day. Because if you shall fall a thousand times in one day, a thousand times in one day, you begin again. And together, we continue to get back up on our feet and rise higher. As we do this repetitively, continuing to get back on our feet, this is a concrete act of clinging to Jesus. In all humility, we recognize our limitations. Maybe we keep failing to surrender. Maybe we keep lacking in our trust. Maybe we keep sinning in the same way over and over again. But as we keep getting back up and you begin again, This is clinging to the Lord. This is a radical trust that I will not and shall not be defeated by my own discouragement. If we were clinging to ourselves, you have every right and reason to give up. But that's not who we cling to. 
we cling to Jesus Christ our Lord, who calls us higher. Because holiness is not in never failing. Holiness is in getting back on your feet immediately after you fall. Amen.